0: It is staggering. I'm not unacquainted with the progress of modern scholarship, but this collection is enormous. What a
1: treasure trove of our culture, huh? Yes, yes, Watson. But come along, my good fellow. We have work to do. Here? What is, of course, here? Crime, of course. Crime? Here? In the library? This library and every library, Watson, serious crime, murder. Murder?
0: Good heavens, Holmes, who's being murdered?
1: The books, Watson, the books. Forgive me. Perhaps murder is too strong a word, but the books are being killed, destroyed. Destroyed? I say, Holmes, that's a serious charge. Are you certain of this? Very certain. It's happening now, in fact. Countless numbers of books are being destroyed every single day. That's terrible. Who wanted you such a thing? To discover that Watson is why we are here. Come, let us go to the scene of the crime. Good heavens, it's even worse than I suspected.
0: What is, Holmes? There's only here but shelves of books. I don't see any cause for so your alarm. I know.
1: Neither you nor most other people. That's part of the problem. Say, Holmes, hey. there's one that should interest you. Oh. Oh. Goodness, oh. sir. Allow me, Watson. Yes. A monograph on alkaline toxicology. Perhaps it could be of use to me, even after your assault on it. Assault, really? Holmes, I didn't know you. Yes, Watson, I... I fear it is so. Not with intent, of course, but it you did nevertheless. Just as those to whom this collection is entrusted also wreak havoc upon these many volumes. And yet, prevention of such damage is simplicity itself if those who work with books would only adhere to an axiom of mine.
0: Uh, Which one is that, Holmes?
1: The little things are infinitely the most important. And so it is with preservation. Let's look into the matter more closely. This section of books, what do you deduce from it, Watson? Well, it it all looks
0: normal to me, but I... Shouldn't I have used it again for fear of (laughs)
1: repeating my offence, Understandable. But it is not only you who has created the problem. Observe the shelves. This shelf which you first attacked. The books are simply not supported properly in an upright position. Now... The shelving is correct. Each book, supported vertically by its neighbouring volume, and the bookend. Notice they are snug but loose enough to allow removal of a volume. Yes, I see. Now, what about this next shelf, Watson? Well, (laughs) these books certainly won't fall over as the others did, huh? (laughs) True, but the shelf is too tight. The bookend has been used to disadvantage. A slight loosening and a book can be removed without damage. And this shelf is a potential disaster. The books are just perched there precariously. But by returning them to their correct position, they are now properly supported and present neither hazard nor hindrance to removal. Been crammed into a space too small. It needs to be shelved the long way in to save it from permanent damage. Uh, I'll do it, huh? uh, Thank you, Watson. But it must go in spine down. Notice the volume next to it shelved fore edge down. See how gravity pulls the text block out of its case. If a volume is too tall to be shelved vertically, shelve it spine down. So the text block. ...does not pull away from the cover. Holmes, this book has
0: been shelved incorrectly.
1: Yes, Watson, I also observed her doing so.
0: (laughs) It's obvious the problem can be solved merely by... ...teaching people how to properly place books back on the shelf.
1: (laughs) That's only the half of it, my good man. Correct shelving and storage are crucial, but one must allow for actual careful handling of the books. Where's that toxicology? Term? Here it is, the one with the recently torn head cap. No need to look abashed, Watson. If proper shelving techniques have been applied, then this simple procedure can be followed to remove the desired volume. Gently push the volumes on either side back. Grasp the book you want firmly at the center of the spine and pull it from the shelf, thus no damaging strain is exerted on the weaker, vulnerable portions of the binding. After removal, of course, the empty space is closed up by pushing the book end snug to maintain vertical support for the remaining volumes on the shelf. <laughs> How did you know all that, Holmes? Elementary, my dear Watson, <laughs> elementary. But. What if the books are packed a little too tightly, or if the desired volume is at the end of the shelf? How can the volume be removed without causing damage to the cover or binding structure? moment, Thomas. Let me see.
0: Perhaps... Perhaps... What if one were to press down on the pages on the top of the book, tilt the book forward,
1: and then grasp the spine? It's capital, Watson. You've surpassed yourself. Yes, indeed, this alternative method will serve the same protective function for safe removal of books. You see, preservation is quite simple. And now, Watson, please be good enough to hand me that volume up there. This one? Yes, that large folio volume. Oh, careful! all the right procedures, but you didn't give yourself an opportunity to apply them. A step stool will give you an even chance to remove the volume and maintain support for those that remain.
0: Seems like a good idea when reshelving a volume as well, eh? Huh? <laughs> well, is our uh, work here finished then?
1: Almost. There still remain several secondary problems. Let us aim toward that area, there.
0: I say, Holmes, this one looks as though the same chap loaded it as did the
1: bookshelves back there. Indeed, and I dare say it will topple over at some point. It's so badly loaded. It should have been loaded using the same principles I outlined for regular shelves. Just as has been done with this one. Yes. Aha! What Holmes, what is it? Yet another dangerous condition. Well, Holmes, these shelves look properly done. <laughs> here. This empty soda can and the remains of a meal scattered across okay. the desk. Holmes, when I was in medical school,
0: sometimes we spent hours in the library. Imagine, it's the same thing with these students here. One of them just didn't have time to go out for a proper dinner. <laughs>
1: Good heavens, I'm not totally without feeling. But preservation demands constant vigilance. It may not be possible to prevent deterioration caused by environmental conditions, pollution or other factors beyond the library's control, but those conditions that can be controlled must be controlled. Yes, I can sympathize with wanting to satisfy one's hunger pangs, but not with the damage caused by doing so. Oh, really, Holmes, it may be a little untidy, but... Watson, eating and drinking in the stacks, brings bugs and roaches just as surely as ants follow a picnic. And once insects are here in the stacks, their next meal is the paper and the glue in the books, totally destroying whatever they attack. Here, an example of such damage. And look at that fellow over there. Not only has he brought his beverage into the stacks. If he spills it, the book will be soaked and probably destroyed. Even if the liquid is only water. This library employee should be practicing proper preservation techniques. How does that sound? By reminding anyone she sees eating or drinking in the stacks to please delay their refreshment in order to help preserve the very books they are here perusing. That's the best kind of preservation, Watson. Not only preventing the sorts of damage caused by improper shelving and book handling, but also trying to discourage the library's users from causing damage by their carelessness. Here, let me show you how simple that can be. Even here, Watson, a little attention to preservation can eliminate yet another source of damage to the books. Here, Holmes, but all I see is people returning books to the library. Precisely. And some of those books may spend months in the stacks before they see the light again. A paperclip left in a book for that length of time can rust and permanently mark the pages as can a rubber band or some other bookmark left too long in one place. But, if the circulation clerk were to make a brief observation of each volume as it is returned and remove the offending items, the eventual damage would be prevented. Preservation is as simple as even this. Well, enough of that, old boy. We can leave now. But Holmes, aren't we going to solve this crime? We already have, Watson. I know who is killing the books. Who, Holmes? Who? Everyone, Watson. The people who use the library and the people who work in the library. All people who come in contact with books but who fail to give sufficient thought to the consequences of their actions. That's the problem. What's the solution? Preservation. Yes. Is that more than the 7% solution, Holmes? Yes, of course, Watson. If we are to keep books alive, preservation is the 100% solution. Hmm. Preservation. Hmm. Come along, Watson. We've got to go. It's time. Preservation.